the game, boy. You gotta learn to play it right. You got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. And know when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting. Hi, welcome to the Laws of Mind podcast, Lesson 5, The Law of Perpetual Transmutation, also known as Revision. Now, the law is actually perpetual transmutation. And perpetual, the definition of that, is never-ending, right? It's always going. It's perpetual. And transmutation, and I'm quoting the Merriam uh, Dictionary, Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. Uh, transmutation is the action of changing or the state of being changed into another form. The state of being changed into another form. You're changing from, you're changing things. You're revising things in the past and you're setting things up now that will cause a chain reaction in others to bring your desire to you. That is what perpetual transmutation is. In the laws of mind. You can go into a memory and change it and then everything from that moment, the photons, you're literally, it's in scientific story, in this in the science story, is you're going to the photons and saying, no, I know I told you take left, take right. <laughs> this is the end now. This is the end. And everything gets rerouted around until that end is presented to you or you can go into the future you know however you want to look at it and say you know man it feels good yeah everybody's congratulating me yeah that's wonderful yay you know and you've imagined that end and now it's going to come you got into the right college or you got out of the whatever predicament you're in you got out. So you're perpetually transmuting. And this is, it's called the law of perpetual transmutation. Remember, the laws are the nature of your being, and you're doing it all the time. You are perpetually transmuting things. You are manipulating them without really understanding how you're doing it and now you're learning how you're doing that and you can change the past and move forward to the future so one of the things that most people don't realize is they've been doing it all the time we all do it all the time so like you're you know this pretty girl comes up to you and, and you're just flabbergasted you can't say a word okay and then she walks away and then you're like man man why didn't I say this and why didn't I say that 
And then, then you're imagine, you know, you're like 007. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool, I'm cool. And you do this whole thing in your head. And then you're like, man, I wish I'd done that. You just did it. You just did it. <laughs> you just revised that conversation. And then the next time the babe comes up, she's still smiling at you. And she's still all interested in you. <laughs> and you're wondering why. Because you think you stood there like an idiot. But that's not how she sees it. Because you imagined she saw it differently. You saw the conversation differently. And it went differently. You did it. You transmuted it. Now, those you know, little stories we go into about changing conversations and stuff. Think about it. Okay? Because that's the natural way you imagine and use revision. So, not all the times is that a good revision. You know? Sometimes, it, it, you know, stop and think about it and then revise it. No, we didn't have that conversation. No way. You know, no, instead I said blonde, and he said, but, and I know he, he knows I blah, 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 and da, 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 you know, and make your story, and then it will come. You just drop it, forget about it, it's, you know, it's done, <laughs> and it, it's a law, and you're doing it all the time. And uh, we saw that manifest itself in humanity when the alchemists were very popular and they were trying to transmute lead into gold. And um, you, you know, you see that when you step back and look at the big picture. And right now the battle is the four horsemen. You know, and uh, there is no virus. It's God and man. Now, God is rising, and God is basically saying, Okay, okay, all you guys, which one of you believes in this caca? <laughs> or you can look at it like, you know, Hi, I'm the trickster. I'm the trickster. Boo! <laughs> it's Halloween. <laughs> That's God. God is the virus, okay? Something happens. And people are thoughts and beliefs of the one man. If you want to express and experience life, then you can revise the things that help you forgive and forget. That's suckering the vine, where you go back and say, you know, if... I had not been hit this time, or if I had not said that, or if I had not, you know, whatever. And it can be 20 years ago. So I'll give you an example. Um, when my husband was very drunk one evening, told me the story of his mother who was dying of bone cancer. Uh, she called him into the bedroom and his sister when they found out she had the bone cancer 
It was in 90% of her body. And his sister had been accepted at uh, Texas Women's. And she left. She went up to Denton. And my husband had been accepted at UT at Austin. And he stayed. He went to U of H instead. And, you know, this is the story it was meant to be. This You're supposed to get over this. And she had maligned him and many men in her life. And she was extremely intelligent. And she was just an amazing woman. You know, she really was. She was the uh, executive secretary to the president of Vicks Corporation during World War II. And they came to... Um, check her out because she had a German name and they came from Germany originally and she got, she got wacko on them and they went away <laughs> it's a great story but anyways I'm losing the point the point is he told me this story and how she said to him you know I maligned you all your life and I'm so sorry. And he didn't know what to say to her. And that's what he was crying out to me. And he was drunk. But when you're in your, you're drunk, you're in your imagination. And he was hurting. And, you know, all I could tell him at the time was, she's your mom and she loved you. She just wanted you to know she loved you. And he goes, no, what does it mean? So after finding Neville, I realized what it meant. So I revised it for him, to help him, and to help me. And I revised it that he told her, Mom, I love you. You don't need my forgiveness. There's nothing to forgive. You're my mom and I love you and you gave me life. And I know you did the best you could with what you had in you. Now you just forgive yourself. Everything's going to be alright, mom. All you have to do is just forgive yourself and it's all good. God doesn't want you feeling like this. Don't you worry. I know you love me and I love you. Doesn't matter. It made me stronger, whatever it was that you're upset about. And there was a real change in my husband. He became much calmer, much more at peace. But this was something he told me when I lived in objective land. It stuck with me. It would come up at different times. And when I learned about revision, I just knew that was something I had to do. So I did it. Even though I wasn't there, I didn't experience it. But I felt his pain and his suffering because he felt like he didn't give her the right answer. He didn't say the right thing. So, you know, you revise the things that, you know, come to you as messages. For example, your boyfriend may be saying, 
and I wished we'd done this instead of that. I wish we'd done this instead of that. Go revise it. You did this instead of that. You know, okay. <laughs> or the more important thing to know is to stop and think about it before you revise the conversation and know how you're going to revise the conversation. Don't just do it um, willy-nilly. And it's important to think about it so that, you know, like, if you thought you were going to punch the guy out and do this and that and the other, and then the next time he sees you, he's looking wonky at you. Well, you, re you revised it that you punched him. <laughs> he thinks you're, you're dangerous. <laughs> so it's, you know, important to stop and think about it. Don't immediately go, man, now I have all these great responses in my head. No, you, you need to stop and think about which response you really wanted to have. So um, a lot of people want to revise, you know, the illness and the virus or that there's no restrictions or this. No, you go to the root. You go sucker this. Okay, and that's a four horsemen. There is no virus. And when you sleep at night, you imagine an electromagnetic field of love. That's love. And that picture of the electromagnetic field around the earth is around you. And the light that comes out of the bottom of your feet, it has a little string that goes out to the world and does it. You know, however you want to look at it. You know, maybe it's the people that, that you've seen in the pictures. You start sending them that love that way. And they'll get better. Okay? It's sharing the love, right? Love is what conquers this. You laugh at Papa. I know you're no virus. There is no virus. Get out of here, trickster. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's not something you revise. That's something you recognize. That's dad saying, okay, but you believe in illness. You believe in viruses and germs can hit you. Something from the outside can hit you. You know, that's not something you revise. That's a belief you need to get rid of. <laughs> okay? You are here to express and experience life. You are the human imagination. And God is inside you, carrying you, giving you whatever you want, showing you what you believe. And you laugh at him when you don't believe it anymore. Or you can hold it in derision. You know, yeah, I don't think so. Bless her heart, but nobody thinks like that. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, right. And think about how you talk to yourself. Because, you know, these examples are how I talk to myself. You know, and I know many people get caught up in, you know, how do I say it or how do I do it? You know, mom and dad don't understand the words you're saying. You're a babbling baby. <laughs> okay. You need to give them the mood. And it's like this, Pops. You know? They're silly. <laughs> Tell them go away. <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then he and mom sweep up. But revision is about you know, you can, keeping it in the now, 
and revising the day. Now, Neville Goddard would revise at the end of the day. A lot of people um, learn to get, you know, say their prayers before they go to sleep. So you give your thanks of your day and revise your day then. That's what that was originally intended to mean. You know, revise your day at the end of the day and, you know, be thankful. Um, but, you know, for me, I keep it in the now. And so if something happens that I respond to, you know, I keep my mouth shut and then, and I think about it. And then, I, okay, I'm revising this. This is that we did not have that conversation. The conversation we had, it was blah. So, you know, everyone is different and you have to figure out what works best for you. But it's a very wonderful part of your nature and you do do it naturally and you just need to stop and think about it. <laughs> so I hope this helps. Blessings to you and thank you. Thank you for being you.